I want to speak to you on this Shabbat about miracles. And I want to speak about miracles because I am aware of the fact, as you are, that when we read the Torah, we are inundated with the miraculous. And we discover the extent to which the Torah itself talks about and relates extraordinary, shattering miracles. This Shabbat is obviously one of the great examples of the splitting of the sea. And even if you seek to find naturalistic explanations, it was low tide, then it was high tide, for this or for the plagues, and such attempts have been made. Nonetheless, the reader stands in awe. And every child in religious school, sooner or later, asks the question, so where are the miracles today? Why don't these things happen when we need them the way they happened when the Israelites needed them? Moshe holds his arms up, and they win against the Amalekites. He lets his arms down, and they lose. And again, some of the rabbis find naturalistic explanations. Well, it was a, a question of morale and seeing the leader and feeling yourself full of the energy of conviction of the cause, and yet still, there is a sense with the manna raining from the heavens, with the sea splitting, with the wars won, that in the Torah we see a God that we do not see, a God who works extraordinary miracles, and a God whom we could use in various times, not only for the most awful times, not only for times of persecution or of danger of death, but even in difficult times. And so we ask ourselves, are there miracles? Or has the age of miracles passed? In Hebrew, miracle is expressed by nes, which really means a banner. It's, it's like a huge sign that something is happening. And in English, it comes from the Spanish mira to see. You see something extraordinary. And yet, I want you to know that there is an ambivalent attitude towards miracles in the Jewish tradition. Not everybody is so pro-miracle. The rabbis say, lo somchin al nes, you should not rely on a miracle. Because after all, they can't be summoned at will. And we have examples in the Talmud and later a very, very eminent and profound and great tzaddikim, righteous people who pray and are not answered with miracles. Not only that, but if something has already happened in nature, it is what is called a bracha levatala, a vain prayer to pray that it be otherwise. So to use a famous example from the Jewish tradition, 
If in the distance you see a house is on fire, it is a bracha levatala to say, I, I pray to you, God, don't make it my house because it's already on fire. Whichever house it is, that's the house it is. So there is a sense in which the Jewish tradition understands that to pray to change the order of nature is not entirely legitimate, and some rabbis are very uneasy with it. And therefore, they give much more naturalistic explanations of miracles. I bring all of this up because as we come towards Purim, I want to advance to you a theory about miracles that is supported in our tradition and supported in our world. You'll recall that even though at the beginning of the Torah, God is consistently intervening, almost like a parent with a young child, you're always on top of them. You're always correcting them. You're always helping them along as the Torah moves along into Nevi'im and then Ketuvim, God gradually recedes, just like a parent, and gives people more space to do what it is that they wish to do because now they have been instructed. They know what is right. They know what is wrong. And the question is, will they do it? And so when you come to the book of Esther on Purim, Esther meaning hidden, God's hidden. Hester panim, the hiding of God's face, is something that recurs again and again in Jewish tradition as a theme and as a thought. God is not mentioned once in the book of Esther, not explicitly. And you have to find God in between the lines, as it were. You have to go God hunting. And if you go God hunting, you find God. But if you don't look for God, you will not see God there. That's what I want to say about miracles. You can see everything as natu natural. That's a saying that is attributed to Einstein, that you can see everything as a miracle or nothing as a miracle. That may be slightly overstated, but I understand the general point, which is either the fact that anything exists is miraculous in and of itself, or you walk through the world with a coarsened soul and with blinded eyes. That we are speaking to one another is a miracle. Because remember, it isn't just the fact that human beings figured out the technology, it's that the world allowed for it. So God might be hidden in it because all you see is the screen and the computer, but that this is a world in which wireless could exist, electricity could exist, we could exist. Everything rests on a substrate of miracle. Are there miracles? There's never a moment where there aren't miracles. 
are remarkable things happening every instant of the day. Yes, I'm making sounds with my mouth and you have meanings in your mind. How is that not a miracle? We can see one another, we can hear one another. The only reason that we don't think of it as a miracle is that it dulls by repetition. When the manna first fell, the rabbis tell us, the Israelites were, oh my God, look at this miracle, but then it came every day. And even though sustenance fell from heaven, eh, I had manna yesterday, I had manna today, gonna have manna tomorrow, it's not a miracle. Now if a truffled turkey fell from heaven, or in my case, some tofu, that would be a miracle. If tofu falls from heaven, just remember, you heard it here first. But we, the Jewish people, who have survived so much, who have endured so much, who despite the horrors of our history have such beauty and wonder and learning and richness and love in our history, how can we not believe in miracles. Miracles don't always take care of everything we want. They do not eliminate the pain and the suffering of the world. They just sustain all that the world is and enable us to try to work to make it better, to try to be God's partner in creating a world in which we make miracles for one another. Are there miracles in modern times? There always were, there are, and there always will be. We may not always see them, but remember, that it is possible to renew our vision, to reinvigorate our souls, to refresh our hearts. And in those moments, when we get to see the world anew, moments of prayer, moments of contemplation, moments of connection, moments of love, We say to God, Al-Hanisim, for all the miracles that you have worked for us, we are grateful. We thank you. And now, God, we know it is our job together to make more miracles. Shabbat Shalom.